Jane, welcome back to the cave. Uh, like long, time no see. long time no see. Yeah. <laughs> but this time it's more exciting for you. I know, I know. So, uh, you know, listeners of viewers are going to see you in your latest project. Uh, it's a wonderful knife. Uh, I got to know, how was it combining a horror with Christmas at the same time? Oh my God, it was amazing. Like blood looks so good on snow for some reason. Why is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, no, it was crazy. Any pressure going into this movie as a lead? I mean, yeah, I think it, if you're not, you're crazy, right? You know, you got to have some anxiety, some pressure to be able to, I, I always work best under pressure. So I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, especially with such amazing talent in this. I mean, we have Joel McHale, Justin Long, Catherine Isabel. So it was just, it was great to be able to work with that. But yeah, there's definitely some pressure. <laughs> yeah. What are you hoping for? Like, you know, like the, the horror fans are going to tune into the watches. I know they are. What do you hope for they get out of this when they first tune into watches? What, they, what would you, like, what do you hope they expect, like what they get out of it? You know, I just hope that they love the the juxtaposition between having this like Christmas, like jolly, like Hallmark type vibe with this slasher horror uh bloody element and then also with this comedy element that we've added I mean yeah. Justin Long's veneers alone give you a chuckle you know so it's just great to be able to combine all of these elements into one project I love that uh yeah it's amazing what went through your mind when you read the script what went through my mind when I read the script well first of all before I'd even read the script I mean I'm a huge fan of Michael Kennedy and Freaky and I you know love that and how he's able to take these you know old stories that we've heard and retell them in such a creative way uh but yeah I I really loved the whole alternate reality northern lights aurora thing I've always kind of been fascinated with the aurora and I wanted to go up to the arctic to see it so I thought that that was really, really cool and a great way to tie in the alternate reality with something that's real and how, you know, there is a thing, you know, like nature can get mad at us. And so I, I kind of liked that element of playing with nature and this kind of like supernatural element and combining them. I was doing uh, some research last, after I watched the movie, I did some research to get ready for this too. And I saw that um, the, the director, Tyler, he, they wa he wanted you for the part yeah yeah That's he amazing. did which was yeah no it was crazy I actually I first time I've ever gotten an email like this where you know they send you the script and they're like hey this is what it's about would you be interested in it like oh my gosh yeah I will send in an audition for this I want to send in an audition mm. so I did actually while I was filming season two of Yellow Jackets up in Canada sent in an audition uh and turns out you know I he wanted me but I didn't even expect that and you know having I after that audition I had a director's session with him and yeah. we were able to communicate and Tyler is an interesting director because he gets more out of you know who he would want as an as an actor to play this role from speaking yeah. to them as opposed to seeing them do the scene so it's just cool to you know be able to work with different directors like that and also just I mean so grateful that Tyler you know thought of me for this and wanted right. me for this yeah and I, I liked your character on the in the, in the film. Well, um, what drew you to the role? Because your character was all over the place too. Mm -hmm. Funny seeds, sad seeds, <laughs> action at the same time. So you were all over yep. the place. 
Yeah. So I think the one thing that really drew me in is I did really relate to her and especially how she's described the first description in the script that we get is, you know, Winnie, teenage girl, likable, but it also says that she has an air of loneliness to her, mm. which I, I like the way that that was kind of put, you know, and as you know, context clues, you can kind of infer that Winnie is with the popular kids and, you know, she's not, she wouldn't look to be like, she's an outsider, right? Like that's Bernie, you know? And I think that it's really cool. And I could really relate to this of, you know, being a person who's young going through high school and they're kind of in like these various groups that kind of go from one group to the other, but they don't really know where they fit in because they're young and they're still figuring out who they are. And I just really loved that there was so much nuance to her in that and how much I could relate to that. I wrote, I wrote over here, one of my notes, like her journey, it's all, it's twisted in a way. How mm-hmm. would you describe, how would you describe her journey in the film? I mean, all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I had to just describe it quickly, but yeah, no, I mean, at the beginning we have happy winning, right? It's Christmas. Yeah. Everything is going well. She thinks she's going to get into NYU and then all hell breaks loose and then a year later it's like they've all moved on and nothing nobody cares about everything that I did and all the PTSD that I had to go through to Mm. be able to you know come out on the other side and yeah so it's it's just it's crazy that I go through all of these emotions and then of course I'm in the emotion where nobody knows me and how does one play that you know and it's funny like one thing I did I did do to prep for this was I went to a restaurant. I got it in my head that I needed to do this. I went to a restaurant and, you know, waitress comes up to me. She's asking me, what do you want to drink? And I pretended like I knew her. Like she mm. was like one of my closest friends and she had no idea who I was. And I was really upset at that. And it's like, you don't know me? Like, no, you know who I am. I'm sure like she, I'm sure it was not a great experience for her, but I was able to take a lot from it. And that's kind of how I prepped for feeling like somebody, you know, that's supposed to know you doesn't know you. Yeah. yeah. What do you, what do you think it was like the biggest challenge uh, with this character? I think the biggest challenge with this character was that was, you know, how, how do you go about acting like your mother doesn't recognize you your father doesn't how do you react to that and everybody would react to that differently right so you kind of have to take what you've been given with the character before and just imagine it in your head and it's it's a weird weird thing to do and it's really difficult and you have to trust yourself I think that's a really big thing is trusting that you as an actor know uh know your character best and yeah so just the trust in that for myself was was a big thing if the director and the writer gave you a pen, a piece of paper and a pencil said change something about whitney me winnie would you no no i love her so much yeah. uh, you know at time i i just love how brave she is mm. and how much she she grows i mean she goes from being this care this person that can't even say fuck to you know yeah. going off and killing somebody and like mm. killing her own you know not gonna spoilers but yeah. you know killing somebody close to her and right. so it's crazy the uh the jumps that this character goes through mm-hmm. you mentioned birdie which is played by jess uh how do you describe the chemistry between these two characters so heavy i mean there's so much there from the get-go and it's funny because as jess and jane 
we don't have a lot of chemistry. Mm. But as Winnie and Bernie, it's one of those yeah. weird movie magic things, right? Where it's just kind of there. And yeah, I just, I love how Winnie is able to see parts of herself in Bernie and she's able to really get through to her. I don't think anybody has ever been able to get through to Bernie like Winnie has. And that's because she can see, Winnie can see a lot of herself in Bernie. And the way the movie was left off at the end too, you guys like, it was like a strong bond friendship at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you think there's a chance for a sequel to this? Have you heard anything about it? Have any ideas have come up for this? Like another story? I'm hoping for a sequel. I actually do have a pretty wild and outlandish theory um, that I can get into. So it's after everything, right? We're, Bernie and I, we want to go to college. We're planning on doing this. We end up going to college. So you see us kind of in college and everything's happy, like kind of at the beginning of this film, right? Where you mm -hmm. think everything's happy. Then we get to college and guess what? Oh my God, there's an evil Bernie that we mm -hmm. accidentally like that accidentally got through when we went back into the alternate reality because we messed yeah. some things up, you know? And so then like back to the future style, we have to go back in time all the way to the beginning to see like how evil Bernie got through and like defeat evil Bernie. And at one point, I don't know which Bernie is which. Yeah. Oh man, that could, <laughs> might as well just do a trilogy then. Keep it going. I've gone way too far down this wormhole. <laughs> if you can't tell. Yeah. What is a, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, what is one thing you're hoping for, like the audience remembers about your performance in this? You know, I'm just hoping that the audience remembers how, you know, Winnie, at the beginning, she has trouble with this, but I think throughout the film, she really does learn what it's like to kind of step into another person's shoes. Yeah. She's never been the outsider. And then when she actually is the outsider, she gets to see that and we don't you know this is not a normal thing that we go through as humans we don't go into alternate realities and so i think just just take a look at you know how winnie reacts in the alternate reality and kind of think for yourself like how would you react and how would you go about this and for me it helped me think about i never know what's going on through somebody else's mind and they could be in their own alternate reality, you know, you yeah. never know. And so it's important to keep that in mind. Last question. What's been the, like the reaction from your family and friends watching this? They love it. I mean, my dad is so into it. He dressed up as the angel for Halloween and my <laughs> mom dressed up as Winnie, which was really, really cute. So no, the reaction has been great. Uh, my, my girlfriend loves seeing it. I think she's seen it probably more than I have. She's gone mm. with her friends, like brought an entire group of friends. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, no, the reaction has been incredible. And the reaction from the Yellow Jackets fans has been amazing right. too. So right. it's been really cool to see that. Has there been a date yet of when it's getting released? Uh, I yes, but I don't know if I can. Okay. <laughs> I just want I just want to make sure it's all it's okay. I don't know if I can say it. That's it. fine. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, Jade, this this was like I said, I enjoyed this movie, especially with the Christmas and everything. So I hope I think all the horror fans will enjoy this, and uh, I want to thank you for giving me from yesterday. This was great. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. Thank you. Thank you.